You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. We are so grateful for the support of our listeners. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. episode 11. I am one of your hosts, Shelby, here with Polly. Hi, Polly. Oh, hey. 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 What's up? Oh, you know, just hanging out. Yeah. Recording a podcast. It's Friday night. Oh, cool. It's 800 degrees outside. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. It is so freaking hot out. (laughs) So I think this, this weekend marks the start of summer. Yeah. And thus starts the beginning of Polly's grumpy season. Okay, good to know. I don't like the heat. Yeah. I I'm a little torn because the rain and hail that we've had like every day <laughs> for two months I have not been into. Yeah. But the car temp said ninety nine on our nope. drive home today and I was not into it. No thank you. <laughs> I'm cool with the eighties and I'll even take I was saying to you earlier, I'll take the high eighties. Yeah. The second that, that little thermostat crosses over into ninety, I nope. Yeah. Not, I'm not a happy camper anymore. Yeah. Things I'm... become unenjoyable outside. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, yeah. Ugh, it's hot. Okay. Uh, what else? Any other... I don't know. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> um, well, I'm getting married. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know. How's that going? It's it's under 90 days away. Oh, my gosh. I think we're... It's like 80-something days away. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you freaking out? Uh This isn't a video (laughs) podcast, so I want to, like, indicate to listeners what your face is doing right now. Um, I'm not freaking out. It's, you know, the normal stresses. I still... So, what's left? Yeah. We ordered invitations. Those are being printed, and they should be shipped here in the next, like, week and a half. That's so fun. And then um, I need to figure out flowers. Okay. Which I should probably do soon. I don't know how long they need in advance. To do flowers. I don't know. It's been a long time for me to think of these things. Oh, just years. Sorry. <laughs> um, and everything is said at the reception, the restaurant that we rented out. Okay. And, and visited it. And he yeah. showed me pictures of his wedding that he did there. Okay. And that was really cool. That's so awesome. They put candles all over the place. And I'm like, guess uh, I don't need to do candle centerpieces anymore. Nice. So. And that's just something that they all, that they'll mm-hmm. do there. And then any other decorations that I want, I just take to them, and then they put them okay. put them out. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm very excited. I'm so excited. We'll finalize the menu in August because it's seasonal ingredients. So okay, um, it'll be a relatively seasonal menu. Yeah. Um, the chef is changing, which brought a little bout bout of anxiety Ooh. for me. Yeah, because I know I like the food there now, and I'm like, well, the new chef. What? Is, yeah. Yeah. But I've been assured that he will be excellent, okay. and I will. Be okay. very happy with the food. Okay. We can, like, go there a couple times. Just yeah. make sure. C- keep checking in. Yeah. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. Can is you make this, this platter of food? <laughs> Tell me how this is going to Are taste. Are you consistently good at this? <laughs> we will just keep trying. Can you do it for 150 people? Yeah. Look, so. if we need to do a trial run, I'm I'm happy to help okay. out. Great. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. Maybe we should invite us and our closest 150 <laughs> podcast listeners to come yeah. do a trial run of my wedding. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just thinking, can I live broadcast your wedding? 
<laughs> and then I thought maybe I shouldn't ask that, but then I did anyway because you know I don't have boundaries. Yeah, well, we'll see what we can work out. <laughs> okay, just like a live feed, you know, some yeah. color commentary. <laughs> And then her shuttles were late, and we showed up at the ceremony at 5.10. Oh, not 5.10. That'd be really late. 4.10. <laughs> Yikes. We made it for the next person's wedding. Yeah. I don't know who they were. Beautiful, though. Wonderful. Real special. I don't know where Polly was. <laughs> I'm sure it was fine. I, I followed the reception back with the other wedding, so. Oh, my gosh. What have you been up to? Yeah. Um, if you're a, not wedding planning. I know. That's a good question. Well, Mike has Mike has been out of town um, for about a week for work. Oh, nice. Or maybe not. Which nice. it, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, you you know us. We're both fairly independent people. Like, yes. my world doesn't come crashing down around <laughs> me. Um, but I do. Like, I just turned into a slob for like a week. Like, I was running late pretty much every day. Like, I had no accountability. Like, I am the argument for accountability in any area because like I just I didn't really get up on time like the kitchen was always disgustingly like just lots of plates everywhere and like leftover food I didn't really clean up until like the last minute um but but sounds like our house always yeah and I also like would get home and just be like oh I don't want to do anything so I caught up on a lot of tv which we will be able to discuss tonight you're ahead of me but the one the one funny thing that he did get a text message story about was so like a couple weeks ago, maybe one of our first weeks in the new place, there I saw a spider mm. on the wall in our bedroom. Nope. I really don't like spiders. I hate them. Um I want to blow torch. I them. like um Mike in his adorable, caring wisdom tries to get me to deal with it and, like, address the issue. John which, does, too. <laughs> which just makes my anxiety get higher and higher. Yep. Um, but anyway, so I saw it in the bedroom, and he was here, and I was like, hurry, get the spider! And we, like, both scrambled to, like, I always get him something to kill it with, and then he watches it, and, like, it was gone before <gasps> no! we could get it. So I have just been, like, always looking around for Frankie, which is what I named the spider, of course, um, I don't know. This this took <laughs> a weird turn. you feel term. better about killing it? <laughs> I'm not sure. It makes me feel better about, like, it living with us. <laughs> okay. Um, because I can't seem to find it. That's, yep. So anyway, so last night, um, I saw something moving out of the corner of my <gasps> eye while I was watching TV. <gasps> and don't worry, I know exactly where it is, so we're good. Um, so I'm like, oh my god, I have to do this. I'm home alone. <laughs> I have to do this. So I like run over and I'm like trying to find a shoe that I find acceptable to squash it with. It has to be a bigger shoe. And it was so fast and it like ran, it was in the living room and, um, I know, please don't run out of our place right now. It's totally fine. It ran into a puzzle box. No! No! (laughs) so I just like texted Mike and I was like, well, I found the spider. It's in that USA puzzle box. I guess that puzzle's lost to me forever. <laughs> like, my only option is to throw out the puzzle or sh- burn it. Well, burning like, it. You have a fireplace. Make use of it. The like, spider needs to die. We will just now never do that puzzle again. No. Nope. <laughs> so, because, of course, the spider that, couldn't leave the puzzle. It's no, in there forever. I think it's in there. Um, so, anyway, that's just kind of 
kind of the stuff I get up to when I'm home alone. <laughs> that was like, this reminds me of a similar spider story, which I think I texted you. And John was also gone. And there was this gross little black spider that was crawling around on our ceiling. Yeah. And we have really tall yeah. ceilings. So I just stared at him he while couldn't do he anything. walked around. <laughs> I I realize this story makes us both sound really bad. Like we're not like strong, empowered women. We are just not which when it is comes to spiders. Not any sort of um, perception to... we would want to give off. But everyone has their kryptonite and spiders. Spiders. Um, <laughs> when I lived alone, when I first moved to Colorado, and I lived alone in Denver, Rona. My cat, who has made an appearance here, um, would kill spiders. Would like nice. bat them until they died. So sure. even when I was living alone, I had my cat to take care of yeah, me. But she couldn't get the ceiling one. No, they watched. They were like me. Like oh, you guys can't see me. <laughs> she just, looked up really dramatically <laughs> to the ceiling. <laughs> just like keeping an eye on that thing. Yeah, yeah. They'd like get down and like follow it around on the ground, but they couldn't. They couldn't get to it. So oh my gosh. Yeah. Well. Uh, that's all I've been up to, so let's get into some good TV shows. Woo! <laughs> so we had a finale. Yes. A surprise finale. Did you know that the finale was coming? I only realized it after the, like, 12th episode. Okay. And I looked, I, like, looked up something about it, mm. and then I saw, like, finale next week. And yeah. And freaked out. I had no idea until you told me. Yeah. So which finale. which finale is this we're talking about? I, Zombie. I, Zombie, season one, complete. Shit got crazy. It got real crazy. Whoever reviewed it when we were talking about the reviews initially about the show and said that it was a child show yeah. should be hanging their head in shame because the show was anything but a child show. I'm at fairly the end. positive they've been fired. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Uh, yeah. It was, oh man. So lots of things happened. Um, Peyton, uh, Liv's friend friend and roommate, found out that Liv was a zombie. Yes. And this happened because Liv killed another zombie in front of Peyton. Somebody was attacking Liv in her apartment, and she went all zombie super strength on the guy and killed him. Full on zombie. Full on zombie. She calls it. Um, And Peyton saw... And Liv, there was awkward staring and awkward Liv explaining the fact that she yeah. is a part of the undead. Um, and then Liv went to get peroxide because um, Peyton also got attacked by the zombie yeah. um, and had a cut on her head. And when Liv got back, Peyton was gone and we haven't seen Peyton since. Wait a second, though. From your explanation, if Peyton got cut from the zombie, <gasps> does that mean that she's a zombie? Oh, No. Maybe that's why she... I didn't even think of that. I didn't until just this moment. Maybe, well, maybe she just got cut by, like, a pan. Because wasn't there a pan involved? Yeah. I feel like there were weapons and things. We didn't see the attack on Peyton, so we don't know. But she did. She had a cut up along... That's true. He was, like, waiting in the apartment, and he attacked Peyton, and then Liv came in, and Peyton was already on the ground with the cut. cut. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I bet that the writers are listening to our podcast and are like, well, Always. we didn't think of that, but now they're going to do it because <laughs> yes. they just realized the opportunity that has been presented. Oh, everyone should just become a zombie. Okay. So that is a big cliffhanger that we will find out hopefully next season. Yes. Or else we'll just assume that Peyton is human and ran away because she was scared. Yes. Okay. 
So that happens. Um, the next big thing that happened was Major, Liv's former fiance, realized that zombies exist. Yes, he's been like investigating something for weeks. Yes, and like finally realized that they exist and um, Liv, like, just per- played dumb, basically. Yeah. And he put it together that the specialty meat store or whatever the place is that they have their headquarters out of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They, he like put it together that that was where they were and bought a bunch of guns and a grenade and all of this crazy stuff. Then he was captured. Yes. And put in a freezer. By Blaine and his henchmen. And Blaine just wanted to get his astronaut brains back. Yeah. And then Major did this epic escape of peeing on the freezer floor. Yes. I believe that was the text message. Is, is Major peeing? <laughs> Don't mind <Yes>. us. <laughs> yeah. I also just realized that for anyone who hasn't watched the show, how crazy that <laughs> sentence just sounded before of, Blaine just wanted his astronaut brains back. <laughs> But anyways, yes, he did some peeing in the the freezer, the freezer to cl- create a slick surface. Yep. And then one of the zombie henchmen came in, slipped. Yeah. And then Major just ran out, got all of his guns, and like blew the like, place went up. Crazy. It was incredibly violent. <laughs> it it actually really was. Um, they didn't show everything, like it wasn't that kind of, but it was yeah, because it's still on the CW. <laughs> yeah, so they still. cut away at some points, but there was some pretty oh, gnarly man. stuff, and you knew what was happening. It wasn't like you were ignorant to how yeah. bloody all of this really was. Yeah. So then Blaine comes in, right? Yeah, because he like uh, I think Major basically killed all of the like henchmen. Mm-hmm. Um. And Blaine hadn't been there, and then Blaine shows up. Blaine shows up, and Liv is, somehow ends up there. I'm, I'm missing pieces here. Yeah, I don't know. Blaine, Major, and Liv all ended up in the yes. specialty meat store. Yes. And it got crazy. Yeah. And Blaine stabbed or shot? Stabbed. I think he, like... Stabbed him with something. Stabbed Major. Yeah. Major's dying. Liv has the antidote. Oh, that was the other part. They came up with an antidote for zombieism. Yes. Um, Side note, (laughs) Ravi, at some point in the last two weeks, created, which they didn't realize, but like he had been, so sidebar, Ravi's creating this antidote. Remember he had those like rats that he turned into zombies and he was trying to cure and like one of them died but mm-hmm. then um, it either came back to life or one of them turned into a zombie and then they thought it had died, but it really was just turning back into yeah. a regular rat. And so mm-hmm. they realized that the combination he had been using Work. could be an antidote worth testing more. Mm-hmm. Um, and Liv had those vials on, like, with her. For and, like, Liv was ready to inject herself, and Robbie was like, I don't know what this could do. Like, this yeah. could kill you. We don't know. Yeah. There isn't enough research to definitely do this. And, yeah. And, you know, Robbie said there were only two two vials, and that was 
just two doses. That was all yeah. there was. And they were out of the like really bad yeah. um, drug stuff that originally created the zombies. Yeah. So there wasn't anything more to to test on. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, live. So, so and that happened. So now we're back in the yeah, freezer. So now we're back to the freezer. <laughs> and Blaine has stabbed Major. Major's dying. Yeah. And live gets pissed and stabs Blaine with the antidote and says, you're going to be our guinea pig. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. It was crazy. And then like color starts coming back to his face and he can start to like feel the pain of the fight that had happened. Like had a gun wound to his gut. and, um, And then Blaine leaves yeah. And Liv decides that it's a good idea to, instead of just letting Major die, to make him a zombie. Yes. And scratches him. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, it was a very, like, dramatic scratch where, like, they're both sitting on the floor and he's, like, leaning up against a door and she takes her nail and, like, just scratches across his neck. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's happening? That's weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, my brain was not connecting what she was doing. So I was like, I thought you were comforting him. I'm really confused about what's happening. Yeah. And then he, like, wakes up later, like, craving brains and is a zombie. And I'm like, yep. Why did I not put this together? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It, yeah. Nuts. So Major gets really mad at Liv yeah. for doing this to him. So Super Liv mad. decides. I'm skipping a few steps. No, that's okay. Yeah. Liv decides to inject him with the last antidote. Yeah. And that's like where we leave them. Leave them. And yeah. I'm really upset about it. I don't think she should have done that. I think that was selfish. I was like kind of hoping that he would stay a zombie and then they would become this badass duo yeah, of zombie getting- fighters, which. Was what I, so this was like one of my hypotheses before was like, I just want them to get back together and maybe it'll be fine. And she even tries to say like, now that we're the same, we can be together. Yeah. And he gets super pissed and does clearly not see it that way, um, which I think is what prompted her to give him the antidote. But it was so short-sighted. Of course he's upset. Like anyone would be upset immediately after, but if he understood the stakes, yeah. And, like, what that antidote actually could do and what it meant. I don't think he would have wanted it. Yeah. Here's my question, though. At what point throughout this season at all has Major tried to understand the stakes or, like, taken someone's word when they tried to explain something <laughs> that, like... True. He Like, he's always very... True. Rash and... But I feel like, you know, him being a social worker and, like, working yeah. with, like, at-risk youth, I feel like if he knew that was the last antidote yeah. and that Robbie could maybe generate more or whatever, but, like, yeah. he, they needed that piece in order to, like, fix this problem as, like, a societal problem. Right. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> getting political. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, but maybe he I feel will. like he would... Like yeah, but there's no antidote anymore. But I mean, it's maybe he'll maybe he'll work with them to help find another, or I don't know. Like I just I'm not sure like where his character development is gonna go. It's true. I don't know. I I'm just really mad at Liv. I okay. think it was really selfish. And then yeah, moving forward. Oh, another just random sidebar to this <sighs> children's show. So the police chief, who was a zombie, 
We haven't heard a lot from him recently, but he was kind of a self-loathing zombie who was getting brains from Blaine. Yeah. He blew up the specialty meat store. Yes. And while, when doing that, little Liv's brother, little brother, was walking out because he had gotten a job there, which was a whole other, but that won't come to fruition. Yeah. Um... Gets exploded as well. Or yeah. he's outside of the explosion. Yeah. So he gets, we see the last scene is of him in the hospital and he desperately needs a blood transfusion yeah. and live. And he's like, oh, negative or some or rare. positive. I don't yeah. really understand blood types. I don't either. I forget <laughs> all the time what is like rare, the universal yeah. or whatever. But he and Liv have the same rare um, blood type. And Liv's mom is like, oh, honey, do it. Do yeah. it. And Liv just goes, no. I know, and then and that, that makes me really mad too, <laughs> because she's willing to like scratch major to keep him keep, alive, and make him a zombie. And I know, like, this came after the fact, so maybe she like learned her lesson that like she shouldn't be intervening in these types of things. Yeah, but it just made me mad that it seemed like she was short sighted in allowing like making major a zombie, but not willing to save her brother's life and making him undead or whatever. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I mean, it seems very complex. I could understand that she would have different feelings for like an adult who was her fiance versus like her brother who was just turned 16 or something. He's in high school or something. Um, and like not knowing what that blood transfusion would really do. And, like the implications of doing that in the hospital and then her brother would wake up in the hospital as a zombie. Like that seems very dangerous as well. So I'm going to try to give her the benefit of the doubt that she is like thinking through what's really the best decision. I'm mad. Um, okay. But, uh, I mean, maybe whatever you want to (laughs) think as I will continue to do. I was just going to say, maybe season two will come back and she'll have changed her mind and figured out a way to, like, save him or something. Well, she just used the last antidote on No, but Major, I mean, like, so. save his life yeah. by making him a zombie, which is not actually... Sa- See, it's complicated. I it's complicated. I just think she's been a little <sighs> short-sighted in this last episode. Okay, well, it seems like there might be time we could write to the producers and the writers right. and give them our suggestions. I think that's a good plan. I think we need to do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. On to happier and more lovely things. Theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> the Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Always. Always with this crazy freaking show. It is a crazy season. Let me tell you, this is probably one of the crazier seasons that I have seen, it's especially in recent like history. Like drama every day, all day. I know. And like, there's a lot of Caitlin being like, my heart is pounding right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does happen a lot. Um, so this, I, I didn't mean this to be a um, installment in the podcast, especially when talking about The Bachelorette. However, I think I'm going to give a douchebag award oh my gosh. every time because okay. there's always going to be someone. There's never going to be an episode that we're like, oh, well, probably as we get closer. Maybe when it's like the final two. In theory. But I've also <laughs> called those people douchebags in the past. So. Okay. So, so award goes to Ian. 
Your favorite. My favorite. Your boy. Way to make me look bad, Ian. Yeah. I was a little... I was watching it going, I'm a little embarrassed for Polly right now. (laughs) (laughs) So what? Uh, He's awful. He's a horrible human being. He is so... Like... He was sitting there getting all worked up, like, but well, I am the handsomest, and I am a Princeton I'm runner, smart. and I survived my like life and death. Ex-girlfriend was beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you, awful. So wh- what happened? Like, why do you think he did this complete 180 into being a horrible human? Uh, probably, if I, if I wanted to be um, cynical, the producers pushed him to it. Yeah. If I'm being realistic, we never actually saw a lot of Ian. That's true. And the times that we did see Ian, he was actually being fairly narcissistic, like talking about his singing voice and like the times that we did see him and he was talking. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily, he wasn't mean like he was in this episode, um, but he wasn't like charming. Yeah. He was just beautiful. I think that's true. (laughs) I mean, and he talked about like he always talks about how he has this great singing voice and this great stage presence. And then there's been a couple different dates where those have been involved and he's totally like bombed. Yeah. Um, which I think is really funny, but I, it's true. I didn't look about it, look at it like that way. I mean, we haven't seen a ton of them. Yeah. And then the times that we have, he hasn't been. Yeah. A sweet person. Yeah. Yeah. I Um, think that's fair. I think my favorite award still goes to Sean B. Sean B is awesome. I'm all in. Oh, that one-on-one date. Oh, They're my gosh. They're so adorable. They're amazing. And he's beautiful. And there was and just so much drama otherwise. Oh, yeah. Because Nick Vale is Yes. Back. So what season? He was on Andy's season? He was on Andy's season. He okay. was the runner-up. Okay. Um, I never liked Nick. I thought he was gross. He is a little gross. Um, And my friend Tasha... Um, Loved him. Oh, I don't know why. Tasha, Tasha, Tasha. She's on her honeymoon, so she can't hear us. She'll listen She's later. <laughs> Nick is a loser. Yeah. So Nick came back on. I actually... So this has happened in the past where, like, either former contestants or eliminated contestants, like, will come back at a later date really? to the show. It actually happened in um, Chris's season, too. The Colorado girl who got eliminated because she liked to drink quite a lot. I saw that episode. Um, she tried to come back she on. She tried to come back on and was like, that's not really who I am. I was scared or yeah. whatever. Um, the producers probably told her to drink a lot. Um, <laughs> but he said no, didn't he? He said no. Yeah. And that actually is more common. So uh, there's been other seasons, and I can't recall them right off the top of my head, but um, where former contestants have come on, even on like the first night. or Wow. Um, and there's been, there was one situation, I'm forgetting the season, where a girl came in the first night, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Maybe the second night, and he kept her. But she quickly was eliminated. Interesting. Um, usually they tell them no because it's not fair to yeah. the other people. Yeah. I might have to side with Caitlin a little bit on this one. I I don't like Nick. Yeah. Like, I as a person, I don't think he should be on the show. But in terms of, like, a person coming to her that she has clearly had some kind of connection with. Yeah. Why not let him on the show? Like, in theory, this is to find her husband. This yeah. is about her. It's not about the guys. Yeah. And she's right in saying that it's not jeopardizing the other relationships. It's just adding another relationship. And yeah. hello, you're on a dating competition show. Yeah. I 
I totally agree. And while I dislike Nick and I am annoyed at his presence yes. and like the drama he's created, yes. I do think that like, let's say you're just for an example, Sean B <laughs> and you have this great connection with her um, and you get to the end and you guys get engaged or something. Mm -hmm. And then once you are no longer on the show and you're back in the real world, there's this existence. So basically with Nick specifically, the thing is, is that like he had reached out to her after her season on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. um, he had reached out to her. They had chatted on the phone a couple times. They had like messaged and texted and that kind of thing, but they had never actually met in person. Mm -hmm. And so they met in person at that date when she was in New York and like felt like they had an immediate connection or something. Yeah. And and I think Caitlin's point, like to what you were saying, she needs to explore it and know, like here's what I'm thinking. She needs to know that it's not right. Yeah, exactly. Because if she were to go through this and get engaged to another guy and in the back of her head always be thinking, but I never at least explored it mm -hmm. with Nick. Like, yes, it's a dick move. For him to come be in like, like that. I am going to come in in the middle of this season because I can't let her get engaged without knowing me. Yeah. Like, he's a total tool. But I understand Caitlin's yeah. point. And a lot of the guys did not take it well. No. At all. So Sean B., our favorite. I'm, I, 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 he's my favorite yeah. now. And okay. he actually has always been a, a yeah. top runner for me. I'll I just, share favorites. Um, He's always been my favorite. Yeah, I've, I've always really liked him. Um, and now that Ian has won the douchebag award and is going home, yeah. we don't know that yet because of the changed format. But yeah. he's going home. Yeah, um, it was a to be continued episode. It's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. I know, I know. Um, but uh, uh, poor Josh, yeah. our industrial welder, who's a baby when it comes to relationships, Joshua had a really hard time with Nick coming in. Yeah. And so did Sean B. But Sean B, like, I don't know if he just has more experience to, like, handle it or, like, yeah. isn't, I don't want to say isn't as sensitive, but, like, just was like, yeah, that other dude, he shouldn't be here. Yeah. I don't like him. I'm not going to let it interfere with, like, Sean won't what even say his name. No, he says the new guy or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Poor Joshua. Cannot get over it. Joshua's not going to be with us much longer. Yeah. You had called that last time, too, I yeah. think. He, so they had this group date, and t in order to try to get closer to um, Caitlin, he said that he was going to trust her to let her cut his hair. Because <laughs> oh she, God. I guess she cuts hair. You wouldn't Suppo know it. Supposedly. Yeah, and I guess the clippers malfunctioned, and he ended up with, a, I mean, a horrible haircut. The guys just laughed and laughed and laughed at him, and everyone was kind of like, "I don't know what." So you were she was thinking. like trying. She was starting to do a mohawk, but only got half of one side. So <laughs> a quarter, a quarter of the way to a mohawk. So there's just this one side that's super short, and then his normal hair on three fourths of the rest of his head. <laughs> Which is amazingly terrible. <laughs> oh. So then he takes her aside again and then proceeds to tell her that none of the guys trust Nick. Yeah. None of the guys like him there. And she, at this point, had thought that everybody was kind of over it and, like, had moved on and didn't, and didn't care. Um, and 
was like, wait, so you're telling me that everybody's lying to my face. I'm like, oh, this is going in a really bad place. really bad, yeah. Um, And Josh just owned it and was like, yeah, they are. Yeah. Like, I know. Yeah. So, Caitlin, and this is one of the reasons the season is so interesting, is that Josh goes back, first of all, and lies and says that he was in an interview, not that he was talking to Caitlin. Oh, yeah, because he had already had, like, two different times with her. And he was feeling guilty about that, so he lied. Um. And Caitlin comes back and just is like, I mean, says a few words. And then it was like, so basically Josh says that (laughs) none of you guys like that Nick is here and want him gone and don't trust him. And everyone just stares. And my little awkward silence for little Josh. I mean, Josh shouldn't have spoke for everyone else, but there are definitely yeah. guys in that room who, even though they probably have moved on from the Nick thing way more than Josh has, yeah. they still don't like him, they don't trust him, and they don't yeah. want them there, him there. Yeah. Like, what Josh was saying was true for some of the people in the yeah. room. And I think, I mean, I think for the rest of them, though, they wisened up to know that, like, you have to get over this yeah. or it will actually yeah. hurt your relationship with Caitlyn. You can't so, talk about another guy. Like, I get mean, over it. Don't let him waste your time yeah. when you are with her and just ignore like his presence. Yeah. And I think some of the guys were really pissed at first. They all were. Yeah. They got over it. Except for the weird dumb guy. I'm forgetting his... He's a personal trainer too he's kind of a big nose and weird hair oh he's the guy that when they were like knocking yeah and he like would go and think that there was someone at the door oh. it's that guy he was the only one that was like i get a kill and you're cool oh my gosh i forget his name but i know who yeah. you're talking about he's yeah dumb. anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just i think some of them got over it and so no one spoke up yeah when confronted and this was another great thing about sean b was that on his one-on-one date they talked about nick briefly yeah and sean b like said he was like i was feeling bad for josh because there's definitely people that like yeah still and then they quickly moved on but i'm like good for you sean b sticking up for little josh yeah little joshua i know poor guy rough so we don't know who's gone home because yeah it's stupid and even at this point, we still won't know who goes home once we know who goes home because they don't get a lot of screen time. We're still in, like, yeah. there's a ton of people stage. Yeah. And when people go home, I'm like, wait, who are you? Yeah, that's true. There are a couple guys that when they, like, get on screen, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Who? I think there's somebody named Tanner. Yes, I don't know if he's Tanner. still on. I'm very always very Tanner confused by his presence. <laughs> um, I do think, so based on the previews for next week, though, so... Oh, um, yes. The day of our release, the day everyone is listening to this, maybe, or uh, before, um, I think is the crazy, controversial, super hyped-up episode where Caitlin has sex with someone. Woo! And then and it gets admits crazy. admits to having sex. Yeah. Which is huge And admits show. it, and then all of the guys are hurt, and it gets crazy, and I don't know what's happening, and it's really stressing me out. What are <laughs> You told me before, and we never discussed it, what are your hypotheses? Who, who do you think it is? So, based, and I have to, oh man, and it's been, it, I, have I really such have a short term memory. I have truly no idea. Okay. I have a couple theories based on the way the previews were presented, which I know can be misleading. Yes. My one theory is that um, it's with Nick. Mm-hmm. Because in the previews, Sean B kind of flips out and yeah. is like, do you care about me or not? Yeah. Um, so I just felt like it was Nick and then he's going to leave after that or she'll 
like he won't be staying much longer. Nick won't be. Yeah. Okay. That it like like don't say Sean. It like actually (laughs) like solidifies him not being the right person. Yeah. And she needed to explore that or whatever. Well, crazy Ashley did say that it was lust and not love. They had that clip in there. So maybe that's a little foreshadowing. That's true. Yeah. Um. The other theory I have is that it's actually with Sean B. Mm-hmm. And so it's misleading because their argument uh, is probably about, like, so not... I would be, like, telling the other guys or something. Yeah. Like, like why would you do that? I or? would say the argument would be after mm-hmm. um, and not before. Because yeah. he wouldn't ever be, like, you, do you care about me or not? Like, forcing anything. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy and terrible. Um, I'd probably stop watching the show if <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that um, was allowed to air. But. Yeah. So I those are my two guesses because I just can't the only other person I could see it happening with is Jared. Which is gross and I'm so annoyed he's by so boring. Because he is boring and he's like too cutesy for me. He's a very pointy face too. He does have a really pointy face. Every but he's just too I don't know. It doesn't feel like there's a lot of substance to him. No. I genuinely believe that he likes her. I do too. And I genuinely believe that she likes him, but it feels Ugh. the way it comes on screen is very surface level. Yeah. Um so anyway, I think it it's one of those three. Okay. But Nick and Sean are my kind of top hypotheses for that. I, I support that. Okay, so we'll find out. I, I could see it I could definitely see it being Nick. Yeah. Just because we also don't see Nick at all in the preview. Yeah. Like at all. You're right, yeah. There's maybe one shot of him, but not, like, there's no, there's no lines that he speaks or anything. It's not so him defending himself no, or nothing. saying anything. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll keep you, there's okay. always so much to talk about. It's just so, such a fascinating show. Yeah. I would love, <laughs> I would love hypotheses and reactions. Yes. After Monday's episode, yes. to those of you who watch, um, and to those who don't, we will keep you posted on this Exciting news. Roller coaster of love. Yes. Roller coaster of love. The most dramatic season yet. Oh my gosh. Um well so can I, I I I've been bad about television. I know. I'm really far behind on So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. But I think that's fine. And I just want to talk about it briefly. Um, I was really harsh about So You Think You Can Dance <laughs> on our last podcast episode. Um, I believe that I was pretty honest that I didn't even finish the first episode of So You Think You Can Dance because I was so pissed off and like (laughs) hating it. Like I like in a fit of rage turned it off and never went back to it. Um, I want to say that I am going to take my criticism back. That's similar to (laughs) how I took my love of Ian back. Yeah. I still have criticism for the first episode, but I stuck it out and I've watched two more episodes now they've done um auditions in detroit and then auditions in la and it was fantastic like the judges have gelled a little bit more they are focused on being positive they're not pulling out terrible people to make fun of or anything like um there were a couple funny ones that they do in like the faster clips Mm -hmm. um but it wasn't as bad as the first episode and there was just like Detroit and LA like really brought it out. Like there were amazing dancers. There are so many amazing street performances that you're going to love. Like I can't wait for you to watch. I'll catch up Um, this weekend. The one, the one that I did want to say. And so if anyone hasn't watched yet, starting to watch, 
anything, here is the person to watch out for, and I'm <laughs> saying it right now. It's Yaya from oh, LA. Yeah. So if you remember her from last yes. season, um, she is from the Czech Republic, and uh, she dances. Um, she auditioned and got on. Spoiler alert: got on the street. Moved ahead to to try out for the street team. She does animation and crump, and she was amazing last year. Um, and she made it into the top fifty. I think I'm not sure she made it further than that, but she made it into the top fifty. But then, like, and did an amazing job with the other dance styles. But then, just finally, like, there was some that was too much too of much. doing yeah. some like modern dance and contemporary ballet stuff that she just couldn't pull off. But she did a great job, like, attempting to. Yeah. Um, and so now that she doesn't need those other skills, she can just focus on street. She came back and That's like awesome. It was the best audition and dance from her. Like she's freaking amazing. Um, yeah. So her name is Yaya. She's on the same t- uh, dance crew as Emilio, mm-hmm. who made it into the top twenty and the top ten, and I think the top ten last year. We saw him dance. Yes, when we went to see. Yeah. The snake charm when we went to see them. Yeah. So like she's just amazing. And he was there and it was adorable. Aww. Um, so like watch out for her. She's amazing. Um, I have an article about her that I'll include in the show notes. And then I'm gonna try to find the clip of her audition to include awesome. too, because it's just freaking amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm watching a new show. So you haven't watched other shows, but you're watching a new show. I would explain why this is possible, but I, I won't. I okay. Won't, I Just won't tell us. Time. What's so your show? I'm watching the show called Unreal. Okay. Um, and it is written by, I believe, um, a woman who worked on The Bachelor for nine years. Stop it. Like, it's a scripted. It's a scripted okay. um, Lifetime original Oh, my God. Show. I love everything about it already. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pretty awful, and I will continue to keep watching. <laughs> so what, is it just, like, showing the basic, like, production behind the yes. scenes of making a show like this? Yes. <gasps> so it's not The Bachelor. It's called, um, I think, Everlasting or something sure. like that. And it's, Whatever. like, a Prince Charming-type theme. Okay. And there's not roses. There's diamond bracelets. and That's a better deal than roses. What the hell? Yeah, I know. I'd <laughs> want a diamond bracelet, but then you have to give it back. Oh. And there's lots of champagne, and it's just kind of... It, I mean, it shows the behind the scenes of what you assume is happening. Yeah. Kind of all the awful production that okay. goes into Fascinating. the conversations and the interviews and just all of it. And of yeah. course, I'm sure... It's dra- more drama than it actually yeah. is, I would hope. Yeah. Um, but you never, you never know. Okay. Um, but it was, it was very entertaining. Um, a little over the top, um, but it's lifetime. What can you? Yeah, expect? that's awesome. But I'll keep watching. I think there's like five episodes at this point. So okay, after I catch up with my other regular <laughs> TV shows, yes, I will continue to keep watching. Okay, I, I think. If you enjoy The Bachelor, I think you will enjoy the show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I will definitely have to tune in. Have you been watching anything different um, since you're caught the, up on TV? <laughs> I know. Had a lot of free time. I've I would like to say wasted, but I don't feel like it's wasted. No, it's not. It's sometimes just what you need. It is. Um, I have just watched the first season of Manhattan. Oh. Um, which I watched on Hulu. 
And so uh, Manhattan is set in uh, 1943 in New Mexico about the Manhattan Project. Oh, cool. Creation of the atomic bomb. Um, and it's just like all of these, like the army and then federal scientists come in and are recruited to basically be there with their families and mm-hmm. um, like the secrets that happen because the men and there is one woman scientist who I love her character, but like they can't tell what they're working on. And so there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of like natural radiation all over this camp in New Mexico. What a surprise because they're working on an atomic bomb. Um, And just all of these different things from the forties, which is just really, it's fascinating and it's, I'm sure a little more dramatic than what really happened. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like spies and trying to find the communists in the group and um, just all of these crazy things from the 40s. And it's super fascinating. Um, Yeah. And I just really like it. So maybe I'll check it out. It's a short, yeah. Once I'm caught up, I promise. Yeah. It's on Hulu right now. It was on like WGN or something. Okay. Um, and I did see that they, it has been renewed for a second season. Oh, cool. So that's really exciting. Nice. Um, yeah, it's awesome. The one, uh, who's the actress I'm trying to think of? Um, Rachel from... Um, Friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why am I, like, totally blanking on the other Netflix um, political Washington, D.C. show? Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards. <laughs> um, Rachel, the stripper. Oh. Or not stripper. Oh, that the, Rachel. That Rachel. She rest in peace. Yes. She is actually one of the main wives oh, on this interesting. show. Um, yeah. She's really, really uh, good in this role. Cause she's a little bit, a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Daniel Stern who plays, he has done a lot of things, but he plays one of the wet bandits on the home alone movies, <laughs> the tall, skinny oh, wet yes. bandit. <laughs> um, he's in it as a scientist and it's, I didn't even recognize it. And then like, cause he's a little bit heavier than he used to be. And yeah. he's got a lot of white hair and a crazy little beard and looks like he's from the forties. And like Mike walked into the room once when I was watching and he was like, Hey, it's the sticky bandit. And I was like, <laughs> you mean the wet bandits? And also yes. what? And like, now I can't unsee it. <laughs> so anyway, That's it's funny. It's definitely worth uh, checking out if anyone needs to escape the heat or do something inside on a couch that is watching television. Yes. <laughs> um, coming back this Sunday, True Detective. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I am too. Until I started looking at what critics have to say about it. What? Critics are not happy. The one, like, they've seen the first episode? The first three episodes. The first three. Is what HBO gives out. Oh. Um, And I think, I'll just read this. They say it better than I could paraphrase. But um, the Wall Street Journal. So, as bingeable as it may turn out to be, the second season of True Detective doesn't meet the standards set by the first, much less raise it. Um, so during season one, the viewer was more often than not on the edge of the couch. Yeah. In season two, the writing is sometimes as by the book as a standard issue of law and order. I've also read that like, it's not a detective story. It's just a cop drama and not a huh. very good cop drama. Huh? So I think basically what, what the consensus that I've read is, is that it's not what we 
have come to expect from as this, true detective. Yeah, as of the series. The previews commercials look so good and intense. I've also heard that it's kind of confusing because there are a ton of characters and a lot oh. of subplots. That doesn't bother me. Clearly, you like Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like just in terms of like story flow and like character yeah. development, that it, it moves it's around not, a lot. It's not the same. Interesting. Because the, the, I mean, the first one was so much about the bond between, yeah, the two of them, and and that's just not, I guess, yeah. what comes through. I don't think it's bad. None of them yeah. say this is a bad. It's there's series. a high. Sta- well, we all have that concern because yeah. you, when you set such a high bar, that's really unrealistic expectations to exceed it um, in your kind of sophomore attempt to do yeah. so. But And the, one of the reviews kind of pointed to that of like having um, a, a series like this. Um, what's in, in, Oh, I'm totally blanking on the word. What's the word when you have this? It's a true detective, but it's different characters and a different story from. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, friends. I want to say like cereal. No. But I don't that I don't know what you're getting at. So like there's a specific word for uh, Right. I mean like Fargo's doing it. Fargo's as well. doing it. Um and at an uh, mini series? No. Separate story. TV show. <laughs> It is a TV show. Who listening is freaking out because you know the word and (laughs) we're not getting it? Um, Oh, it's going to bother me. Okay. Well, okay. Well, it'll pop into your head. I'm sure it will. I just read it in a review. But basically, you have to be at the top of your game all the time because you can't rest on the characters that have already existed and storylines that have already happened. Right. So with like a series like Homeland, for example. Yeah. Like I just finished it. I caught up and season four doesn't even compare to season one in my mind. Yeah. Like season one is just far superior. Yes. But I will also, I'm totally bought in because I'm bought into the characters and like right. this plot that has gotten me to that point. And you can't do that with like a, this type of series. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so I am the worst person. Like I do this all the time where I'm like, what's that? What? What's that word? And I can never. Sorry, um, listeners. Yeah. I can never think about it. So um, also quickly, just want to mention anthology series. Yes, I knew it was an A word, but I wanted to say Thank not you, anthology. New York Times review. Yeah. Uh, I was just like scanning reviews. <laughs> an anthology. An anthology. Yes. Finally. Yeah. Okay. okay. Great. I feel better now. Great. So what? What else? <laughs> um, just quickly to mention, um, Orange Is the New Black is back for a third season. Yes. I've also heard subpar reviews for it. I have not started watching it yet, but okay. we will definitely be updating you. Yeah. Um, as I get my butt in gear on my I television. Know. <laughs> I know what you're doing with your life. And then also, this is not a television show, but I don't know if you guys have heard. A fabulous movie is coming out, um, a made-for-TV movie um, called A Deadly Adoption, <laughs> oh my starring God. Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell on Lifetime. It's okay. a Lifetime movie with Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig, and they're serious. No, wait, though. It's actually serious. I will put the trailer in the show notes. Have you watched the trailer? No, but I've read an article that said it was a parody 
it's a parody, but I think they play it straight. <laughs> like, I think they, oh, like... Oh, my gosh. Like, that's, I think, what's funny about it is yeah. that it's these two characters, these like, two people, like, oh. playing, like, doing this. And who knows? I could be wrong, and the trailer could be very misleading, and the whole thing could be a riot. But it looks like it's going to be funny because yeah. it's actually just a Lifetime movie starring Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. Oh, my gosh. And it's gosh. actually directed by... A veteran Lifetime movie director, <laughs> and it was written, I think, by some SNL writers. This is crazy, but yeah. Okay, my DVR set, so I need to get on that. <laughs> that tonight. that also that comes out, I think, tomorrow. Oh, whoa! Also, a little plug for a friend of mine from college edited the movie. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Well, we'll tune in. Um, the other movie that I saw recently that I just wanted <coughs> to. Oh, oh God. Okay. So I may have told you that I would see the movie with you, and then Mike and I just went spur of the moment when other plans got canceled, but Polly, the park is open. It's Jurassic World, y'all. Shelby went to see it without me. I did, but I told her I'd go see it again because I loved it. (laughs) Like, I love the Jurassic Park movies. The first one is one of my top favorite movies of all time. It was my first PG-13 movie. That's awesome. I don't remember any details like that. I just know that it's my favorite movie. Um, I don't mind the second and the third. I think they're horrible, but I owned them and I watched them on a regular basis. Awesome. Um, I also love Chris Pratt. I don't know anyone who doesn't. (laughs) He's amazing in so many ways. Um... And the movie is just awesome. Like, there's so many references or throwbacks, and it's just kind of like there's some definitely cheesy parts to it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was done well. well there's, placed. there's only one crazy thing that I will note um, is that there is this one, like, once you're kind of into the movie and there's maybe some dinosaurs attacking, that shouldn't be a spoiler. Um, so Bryce Dallas Howard as Claire is kind of like with the main character opposite of Chris Pratt. They're like running through the freaking forest. Okay. Like into a building away from a dinosaur. I won't spoil any more. My whole point is that she's running in high heels. No. And then like 20 minutes later, they show up somewhere else and she is still wearing these like white pumps. No. I literally leaned over in the theater to Mike and just go, no way she still has those shoes no. on. Like, let me be very clear. She does not need heels to show that she is beautiful or a woman or anything. Because any freaking normal thought, like thinking, a woman with a brain that would exists have taken those off would immediately take those off to run and do whatever you need to do to save your life. So I do think that's crazy, and that's, like, my one complaint. Um, But otherwise, I loved it, and... I'm excited to make you go see it again. I think uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which I know you love... I know, uh, I checked it out. They um, gave it a 71%. Ooh, it's up a percent. And then that's the tomato meter, and the audience score was 84%. Ah, yes. So, Ah, totally worth checking out. Um, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to make you go watch it again. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm seriously all about going to see it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I think we just have rumors left. Rumors it is. And neither of these are actually rumors. They're more follow-up to things we've previously talked about. 
or haven't talked about. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you want to take this one? So this is a little delayed and definitely not a rumor. Um, but apparently it's taken us weeks to come to grips. Yeah. It's taking a lot of time to process. <sighs> bachelor Chris Souls yep. is a bachelor once again. Yep. He and Whitney broke up. They did. They are no longer. It's sad. It is sad. She lasted like two weeks in Iowa. It's true. She like did move there and they had like a huge photo shoot and then two weeks later they broke up. So, it's, I blame him for going on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Why instead of like that? getting yeah. to his life. I don't know. He just wants to be a famous I mean, this farmer. is kind of my problem with like using this as a way to really find true love, but that's... There's like six of them that are still together. Yeah. It's not really high no. success rate. But people are there for the right reasons. Kaylin and Sean B. Yeah. Forever. Okay. Um, my, <laughs> my rumor that is not a rumor, it has been confirmed by all gossip magazines, and it's a Walking Dead rumor. Um, I know we haven't talked about Walking Dead much on our show here because you don't watch, but I love the walking dead it is by far my favorite show of all time i think i can comfortably say that um anyway so for those of you that watch the walking dead um daryl and beth are dating in real life whoa um it's totally crazy if you know about it so it's norman reedus and emily kinney who emily is um died sorry spoiler alert she's off the show Come on. If you're actually a Walking Dead fan, you should be caught up and know that. Um, I probably could watch it and not know who you were talking about yeah. when I got to that point. Here, Here's the thing. So um, a girl in my office and I and then another friend of mine, like I messaged them both when I saw this <laughs> because I was like, what is your immediate reaction to this news? <laughs> and here's why it's a little bit crazy. He's 46. Okay. She's 29. Whoa. And he has a 15-year-old son. Oh. This is where it feels weird to me. Yeah. Like, the 30 to 46 doesn't feel as weird to me, especially with, like, weird Hollywood dynamics. Um, It's a little bit weird because they were sort of, like, a love interest on the show, and people wanted them to become one, and other people thought that it was, like, a brother-sister relationship. Okay. And then there wasn't really a chance for that to develop, for obvious reasons that I just spoiled two seconds ago. (laughs) Um But anyway, like, it didn't really creep me out until I realized that she is closer in age to To his son son than she is to him. Yeah, that's usually... (laughs) But otherwise, like, and both of the people I talked to about it reacted with, ew, gross. (laughs) But I'm just like, but I love them so much, and I just want them to be happy. And, like, she's in a band and does, like, singer-songwriter stuff now that she... um, isn't on the show full time and like he's been at her shows and her son has gone Aww. and his son has gone sorry and i just like yeah if she is a 15 year old son no, no, that's no, no. really creepy that's different yeah <laughs> i just like want them to be happy Aww. so that's my rumor that's been confirmed by all magazines that's Great. all i got cool i think that's all we have yeah all right so be sure to check out our show notes on sunriserobot.net slash likely story slash 11. Um, we really love interacting with all of you guys out there listening to us. Um, so find us in the internet or in person if that's possible. Some of you have done that. Um, <laughs> but the internet is easier and maybe slightly less creepy. 
Maybe. Depends. Depends. <laughs> uh, Shelby, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, at Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter or look up Shelby Edwards on Facebook. And I am on Twitter at Polly Ann K. And you can find me on Facebook at Polly Kyle. Um, major thanks to our Patreon supporters, Bruce Edwards and Andres Langa. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.